0: Welcome to Food Safety University Podcast. And today we are talking about money mindset for CEOs, and I'm introducing our summer series. You are going to want a pen and a paper for this one. So go grab it and then hit play, and I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the Food Safety University podcast, presented by Dr. Michelle Steele of Deergo Food Safety. Tune in to learn food safety in plain English. We will break down the ins and outs of the food code, HACCP plans, you name it. We make food safety simple, easy, and even fun. Now here is your host, Dr. P. Welcome, 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 my friends, to a new uh, episode series on the podcast. I am super excited about it because we are going to be talking about one of my very favorite topics. We are going to be talking about money. So one of the reasons I'm doing this uh, over the summer is uh, because I'm actually enrolled in a business mastermind with my coach, Serena Hicks. Uh, who I'm hoping to have like an interview with sometime really soon. She's getting her podcast going and she's amazing uh, for all things money mindset and making what we call big happy money. And I have started that mastermind. It is super, super fun and I'm learning a ton and helping the business grow and get out there and serve even more people. And Part of the, that's part of the reason I wanted to talk about money this summer, but the other part of the reason is, is because so many people come to me and they're like, oh my God, I think Food Safety University is so expensive. All right. Now, bottom line up front, Food Safety University costs five grand, um, for the entire life of your business. And I will train anybody you want. Um, and it's a bargain at twice the price. And so you should probably get it now, before I raise prices. So, (laughs) um, so, and I, you know, like I'm saying that because one of the things that, uh, I'm going to encourage you to think about and look about, look at this summer is your pricing and getting yourself to pricing that makes a difference. Pricing that allows you to produce the food that you want to produce at the, at a price point that brings you both profit and, um, and, and pays you because that's what creates a business that you can then turn around and sell, which is what most all y'all want to do. Okay, and so this is so we're going to be concentrating like super, super hard on that. So uh, the first, you know, so this is the first episode of what I'm calling introduction to money mindset for food, food business CEOs series. Okay. And then what we're going to do is, is we're going to follow the six step process that I follow for everything. So the first, um, the next episode that we're going to talk about is putting together your money team. You'll probably be surprised as to who I think goes on your money team. Uh, but we will be covering that next week. And then we're going to talk about what problem are you solving with your money? Um, you may be solving different problems than you think Uh, you probably will, Okay and then um and then the next episode is the mindset for money management in the food manufacturing uh for CEOs so like CEOs doing money management and that um and that sort of thing because um having the right mindset and creating the results that you want the who before how is incredibly important. Then after that we're going to dive into what I'm calling the doing the money thing. We're um, first going to start talking about paying for money, then we're going to talk about paying for stuff, and then we're going to talk about paying for people. And then at the end of the summer, we're going to have a um, a panel discussion, and so far it's me and my brother on the panel, and we're going to be talking about enterprise resource planning, okay, because David is going to be talking about supply chain over the summer, and your money mindset and your supply chain mindset intersect with how you do enterprise resource planning, whether or not you're using a designated enterprise resource planning software or not. So I'm super excited about all of the things that we are going um, to be doing around money and money mindset this summer, because it's incredibly important work. And You guys are worth making money, you know, and that's really where it that's really where it starts. And and just thinking about all of the different ways that you think about money is what we're going to do this uh, summer. okay? and there are, you know, you know, super interesting because you can read all of the books. You know, The Abundance Code is one of them. Happy Money is another one of them. Um, let's see what are some other good money books that I've had. Uh Profit First. Um, Profit First is is can be challenging in food manufacturing uh because it's really designed for service businesses, but um the concepts are still pretty darn solid. Um and I think that it's incredibly important to go out and find resources and figure out which the one what are the ones that that resonate with you. Uh, uh because That's going to be incredibly important when you start managing your money. So now the other thing that I want to point out to you is is that money doesn't solve all problems when we're doing food manufacturing. I mean, a lot of y'all feel like um, if I just go out and make more money, if I sell more product, uh, uh, things will get better. Well, that may be true to a point, um, unless your costs are out of line. And then selling more product will only dig you deeper. <laughs> I know I have some clients going through that, and so that's why we're going to follow the six step process. And so for those of you who are new to the podcast, and we have new listeners every week, thank you so much. Go leave us a review; it makes a really big difference. Um, but for the new listeners on the podcast, it what 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 the six step process is is the step step number one is form your team. So we're going to talk about that um, next week, because you have a, um, a whole team that you're going to need to put together. All right. You are your first and best team member. And I want you to remember that. Okay. But there are other, there are other people that have to be, um, that need to be a part of it. Okay. Then the next question is, is like, what problem are you solving? Um, All right. And when we talk about what problem are you solving? You need to know whether you're solving a revenue problem, if you're solving a spending problem, if you're solving a management incompetence problem, um, are you solving an accounting problem? Lots of people have accounting problems that they use lots and lots of revenue to cover over, okay? So that's possible. Next, um, um, so once you know what problem you're solving, then the question is, is for whom are we solving it? Okay. When we talk about money problems for who we are solving it, the question is, 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 you know, who there's, there's a whole long list of people for whom you would be solving problems and you got to know who that is. Right. So then the question, then once you know those answers, then we dive in to how you actually gain the money mindset that you want. And that's the do the money thing as I am calling it. Okay. So we're going to have lots and lots of conversation about that. All right. And then of course the panel discussion, uh, with my brother on, uh, around the ERP. So why am I doing, why am I doing money mindset? I'm doing money mindset because, um, i work with so many folks who are unclear on how money and their thoughts about money affect their business, okay? And so I'm here to tell you that the that that the money is neutral, all right? Now, if you have lots of debt um, and you're wondering how the hell you're going to pay your employees, I promise you, one, I've been there, and two, uh, that it doesn't feel neutral, okay? And I get that it doesn't feel neutral, and it doesn't feel neutral because it all seems so fraught and it seems so um, terrifying when you don't know if the money is gonna be there, okay? But here's what I wanna invite you to do this summer. I wanna invite you to change those thoughts. Um, and when I start talking of, you know, about changing those thoughts, I'm not saying what you need to do is resist the fear that comes when the bank balance is low. That fear, okay, is real, but that fear doesn't have to be driving the bus, as we say, okay? That fear can be there and you can go do stuff anyway, right? I have, you know, when I, when I work on changing thoughts, I have a practice, I have a big old stack of note cards, okay, that I go, I go outside and I take walks up and down and I practice my new thoughts, right? And I practice money thoughts, you know, money, you know, money comes from all different sources, right? Uh, um, The universe is conspiring to help me and send me money, and you can read all of these things, and you know, books like "You're a Badass with Money." That's probably one of the best books around money mindset that's out there. And then another really, really good one, if you have a lot of money trauma, is "Tapping into Wealth." And that's a that's if you don't know what EFT is, Emotional Freedom Technique. Tapping into Wealth is a really, really good book um, to go and uh, to go and read and look at with uh, with regards to your money. All right, so. I have read all of those, I've read all of those books, and I am doing amazing things with my money, and it feels really, really good. Uh, and I want that for you too. But it doesn't come by forcing the changing of the thoughts. Okay. The changing of the thoughts and adopting a new money mindset starts with recognizing where you are right now with your money and your money story okay and a lot of that has to do with how we were brought up okay that's pretty common thing to have happen okay and i'm going to take you through a couple of things to think about all right if you don't have a journaling practice this summer would be a great summer to start a journaling practice and start educating yourself about what you think about money and start practicing writing your thoughts so you can get them out of your head and, and, and like maybe detach from them a little bit. All right. So, the first thing that I want you to do, okay, is I want you to go take a look at your bank account. Okay. And at the top of the, of, a, of a journal page, I want you to write bank account. And then I want you to like dump all of your thoughts about your bank account for about five minutes onto that page. Okay. Um, and I want to, I want you to, after that five minutes, uh, okay. I want you to think about how you feel and where you feel that in your body. Right. I recognize that's not something most folks are do over the course of a work day, but if you're in charge of the money at your business and you feel awful after you look at your bank account, you gotta clean that shit up. <laughs> you gotta clean that shit up. And the only way to clean that shit up that I know about is to write down all of the things that you're thinking and find out where the shame is and bring the shame in. Right, Any place that you want to, this is actually what one of my coach friends said, um, any place that you want to shush, shush means shame is in the room. What does that look like for you to bring shame in next to you and say, I recognize you and just to recognize your money shame? This is going to be incredibly hard for a lot of you and that's totally okay, That is totally okay. And that's what I am here for, okay? Is to help you through that. And when you do this exercise, if you allow yourself to just like like really do the exercise and really sit with uh, what you think when you look at the numbers in your bank account, everything can change for you this summer. Everything can change for you. You can look at those numbers in the bank account, What would it be like if you looked at those numbers in the bank account and didn't feel shame? Maybe you feel desperation. What would happen if you didn't feel desperate? What would happen if instead you felt abundant? Okay, that seems like a really hard thing to do. Okay, so here's the next step after you recognize that you're feeling desperate or ashamed or Broke uh, um, or frantic or panicky. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna recognize those feelings. You're gonna go find those feelings in your body. Yeah. Okay, and you're gonna recognize that. You know, if you've listened to or who before how, I want you to ask your question yourself. The question: How would whatever core value you identified, um, all right, with all of the work that you do? How would that core value address this money shame or money desperation? I think that's a thought worth, that that's a question worth asking because I bet you if your core values are community and service and love and groundedness, uh, your core values then don't go beat the shit out of yourself for how you're thinking about money, Um Maybe let that be the truth for you or learn to let that be the truth for you. Okay. And when you allow to have both kindness and love and service for yourself and this thought that, oh my God, I'm desperate for money or the feeling of desperation for money, that's when it all starts to change. Okay. And you learn to hold multiple different things in your in your head and your heart at the same time. Which, you know, you probably you I'm sure you already know how to do. I'm sure you know how to do because all y'all have run a critical control point recall failure or whatever you want to call it, and had Multiple thoughts go through your head at the same time, uh, right? Oh, my God, this is going wrong. Or, oh, my God, I hope my team is safe. Um, And uh, how are we going to pay for this? And uh, wow, I'm really glad that we caught this when we did. Like, there, I mean, you think multiple thoughts at the same time whenever any intense emotion is coming up, uh, Right. And so you, I already know that you can do it. And so right now I'm just saying, do it with your money. (laughs) Okay. So just invite that, that desperate or that shame or whatever feeling that is coming up in your body, feel it in your body. Right. And then, you know, like what we say, invite it to the table and offer it a cup of tea, give it whatever food that you are making. Okay. Because that's what kindness, service, love, courage, connectedness, uh, Groundedness, bravery, that's what that does for you. Okay. That's what that's what they would that that value would do to that feeling of desperate and shame when you think about your bank account. Okay. Because here's what happens: is if you keep in the desperate and the shame and the feeling out of control. You are going to catastrophize. You're going to overthink. You're going to scramble to sell anything and everything. And this is when the skew list explodes. Okay, it's when you're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to make this! Oh my god, I'm going to make this! Oh my god, I'm going to make this! Oh my god, I'm going to oh make this!" Okay. And you start doing what I call profit algebra and you start doing thing after thing, after thing saying, okay, if I sell this many of this and it costs this much, I'll make this much money, but da da okay. We call that profit algebra and that doesn't actually improve. It doesn't improve your relationship with money, nor does it create sales. (laughs) Okay. Um, And all of that is what we call multiplying by zero. Okay, if you're always frantically creating more product, you are not in a space where um, that product is ever given its own life. Go think about the first products that you made and sold. How much space did you give those products? Probably a lot. But the products that you create because you're like, oh, my God, maybe somebody will buy this. Oh, my God, maybe oh, I, should, I, I should do this. And you're coming at it from a space of massive levels of anxiety about money. You're All you're doing is giving space for your anxiety and your not enoughness conversation about money and not giving any space for that product to actually succeed. Products need space to be, succeed. They need your mental space as much as they need space on a shelf or space on a virtual website or whatever, they've got to have the space to grow and succeed. And it's your job to create that space. Um, Okay. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about when we talk about pricing and things like that. Pricing creates space, but you can't come up with a great price. If you're making a product in a hurry to solve a problem that you may or may not have. Um, All right. And so when you do things, when you do that, you end up multiplying by zero, okay? Coming at a new product from a massive level of negative energy ensures product failure, okay? Even if you do end up selling some of it, it ensures product failure because you can't multiply by zero, uh, all right, and get any number besides zero, Mm -hmm. Right. And then what ends up happening is, is you end up building evidence that nothing that you do is good enough. None of it is good enough. (laughs) Okay, And from there, like you, all you see is how there's not enough money. You look back at your bank account and you're like, nope, not enough, not enough, never going to be enough. But it's that way because of how you're thinking about it. Alrighty, all of that can change for you this summer. I invite you to uh, uh, do the work with me, do the journaling that I'm talking about, share the podcast, okay, and get um, you know get the people who you're having a money conversation with on the same page. Um, righty. that's what we got for you this week. I love you so much. Thank you for um, your time and attention. Share the podcast. And if you haven't already gone and downloaded the 12 Steps of HACCP, go download that. You can go find everything you need, including booking a call and coming on and talk to me at dirgofoodsafety.com. Thanks so much, y'all. And we'll talk next week. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button and check us out at foodsafetyuniversity.com. We have free food safety guides waiting for you. See you next time.